This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, September 14th. It's not really. That's when we're dropping it. We are actually speaking uh, live at a time where it's a momentous occasion in Mark's life. Mark, how did it feel to let your son go off into the hands of some preschool teacher? Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was much easier than we expected for sure. We were kind of expecting a meltdown, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but there was not one tear shed and he took the hand of the teacher and gladly walked away. And did either of you cry? Uh, no, 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 not, no, no. I mean, I really would expect that of you, not of your spouse. We did say, you know, we go, we, we, we got him to this point after, you know, kind of raising him through the pandemic and here he is. It's amazing. It's really, yeah. it's exciting. And I, I will say that it augurs well for each of these stages. Oh, right. what's going on? Is there, is there um, police activity in your building? Fire trucks. <laughs> it's the soundtrack of New York right there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, all right. It's a rotten day out. I was just drenched in the rain up here on the Upper West Side of New York. And uh, Mark, we're going to get on the air with uh, a woman who has previously be on, been on the show. And she just said a funny thing. She said, you guys don't fight, do you? We don't really fight. What I think I just want to admit this out there in the universe. What usually happens is I'm in a crappy mood and I take it out on Mark and he ignores it. That is about 100% accurate because I can, after, you know, 10, 10, 11 years now, I can usually, I can tell right away, uh, usually within the first minute of hearing your voice, what kind of day it is for you. And, and 90% of the time, it's totally fine. But every once in a while, I can tell something's up. And I just kind 10% of- on mean 10% of the time? Or I'm in a mood 10% of the time? No, it's not, maybe 5%. I can just tell maybe you're in a mood. I just kind uh-huh. of lay, I lay low those days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a spouse who does that so much. <laughs> But, and, then I'll, and then I'll say to Amanda, I said, oh, boy, I could tell Jill, Jill was in a mood today. I just Yeah. What about when, when the, the other funny thing is that sometimes I'll say something, I'll send him an email and he'll say to Amanda, oh, she's going to drive Jill crazy. Like oh, when yeah, I make a yeah. mistake on the air. Well, yeah. most of the times I'll just say, I'm just not even going to bother telling her because it'll, it'll eat at her for the next 48 hours. Oh, right. Or when someone writes something mean about me. Yeah, but I just oh. delete, I delete those. Yeah, I don't even look anymore. Also, very exciting. Um, Mark put uh, a picture of the Emmy Award. So, uh, you know, listen, I had talked about this, that I was part of the CBS Sunday morning team, just the whole team. There must be, you know, 50 people who are listed on this thing. And CBS uh, Sunday morning won the daytime Emmy for the best show of 2020, 2021. And because I had done a bunch of pieces for them during the pandemic, I got added to the list. Now, CBS, so cheap, by the way. They're so cheap. They don't buy Emmy Awards for everybody. 
I had to buy the Emmy Award myself, at which point I said to Mark, should I do it? You know, should I actually buy my own Emmy? That's kind of lame, isn't it? And uh, you said yes. Axelrod said yes. Uh, my friend Sharon, who has Emmy Awards, said yes. So and the people who like from the business said buy it. So I did. And it arrived. And I have to say, Mark, it's heavy. And it's yeah, those big. Are heavy. Yeah, I've lifted a, a couple uh, over the years. But they, they are very heavy. It's a good paperweight. That's for sure. Well, it's sitting in my office. I'm looking at it. I'm pretty psyched about it. Of course, can I just tell you the great Jewish mother reaction from my mother? Why did you get it? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> so, um, and that leads me to our listener, Brianne, who is on the line from the Bay Area. Because, Brianne, when you first came on the program, it was to talk about your parents. Now, I love my mother. It's just, that was just a funny story at her expense. And I know she doesn't listen to this, so it's easy to take shots at her. But how are your parents doing? You had called about them. So tell us, catch us up why you called about them and how they're doing now. Yeah. So um, thanks for having me on again. It's great. I realized that you guys probably needed an update since it had been several years since uh, since I called in. So they were not in great shape financially uh, when I called in, uh, and I hadn't really known the extent of the problem. My father had retired. My mother was looking to retire. They had not gotten wills or any estate planning together, so I'd been harassing them uh, for about 13 years prior to that, before I finally made an appointment with a lawyer just to get it done. And I went up to have that done with them. And then during that process, realized kind of where their financials were at because they were starting to tell me where all of the accounts were because I'm the executor. My mother was was ready to retire at that point. And just looking at it, I thought, this is she's probably not ready. Um, let's call, let's call Jill and see uh, what she thinks. And uh, you said at the time, mm, probably not a great idea. So we went with that. So she actually just retired at the beginning of this year. And uh, it, it's amazing. Um, so I've, I've taken over their finances, which I don't necessarily recommend children to do. Mm. Uh, but sometimes you just, you have to help the people that you love when you have a skill that they don't have. So uh, essentially they get an allowance to cover all of the expenses, any any entertainment needs, all those types of things. But we've been able to save a bunch of money. Now they were in debt. That's all been paid off and things are looking a lot better. We've done some home improvements. And so I feel better about uh, where they're at. They were also in some really terrible investments at the time, listening to some kind of crazy people. And so I've moved all of their money over to Vanguard, which has been much better for them. Brianne, you have gone into full-on role reversal on this aspect of your parents and your life. So it's fantastic. Kudos to you. Great job. Awesome. Is there any pushback that you get or are your parents seeing the wisdom of those decisions that they were making? Oh, they are so appreciative. Honestly, it's gone a little further than I would like. Uh, now they're really relying on me for a lot more Th things that they could both do. I work full time and they call and say, hey, can you order this on Amazon for me? Stop hey, can, it. Hey, no, no, you, no, no, no. Hey, you gotta, can you, that, no. Can you mm -mm, find, mm -mm. find a contractor for this job for me? Mm. Um, so they've definitely, you know, gone a little bit over the edge 
in kind of relinquishing their adult duties. Okay, wait a second. Uh, how old are they? I have a similar situation, but tell me how old they are now. Uh, my mom is uh, 71 and my dad is 66. Okay. Like they're too young for that. So my 82 year old mother can sometimes drive me insane. And it got into full on hysteria with vaccinations. I'll tell you that because when there was that first rollout um, in New York, you know, anyone who's over age 75 can get a vaccine. I said to my mother, well, you know, you can go online. You don't have a job. You can go online. I don't know how to do that. You and your sister have to do it. And so my sister and I obsessively had to get the vaccine appointment for my mother, which took, you know, basically three days of our lives you know, refresh, 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 refresh. Now it's my mother saying, you know, I don't do that. And I want to say, yes, of course you can do that. So I little by little do try, but it's, it is not easy. And I, I just applaud you. And I think your parents are very lucky to have you, but your father's only 66. So he's got to like get on some of this stuff and your mom's only 71. She, they can do all those things, but I'm glad you're doing it. I'm glad you have a great relationship. So what brings you, besides our update, which is fantastic, tell us what can we do for you today? Yeah. So um, I figured now that I've got their financial lives in shape, I just had a couple of questions about mine. Obviously, you can tell that I am you know, kind of a personal finance nerd. I listen to you obsessively. I read a bunch of personal finance books. I actually have a personal finance resource group that I run at my job uh, for other people. But I'm also a single woman. And I do have that, you know, constant worry of am I going to be able to afford retirement, which I know you have said I should not worry about uh, in the way that I worry. But uh, I just wanted to make sure that I'm on the right track and that I'm making the right decisions. So for my financial picture, I actually turn 41 tomorrow. Um, Congratulations. The FU40s. It's great. (laughs) So I I live in the Bay Area. I own my own home, um, Mm. which which I'm very proud of. I bought bought a house by myself at 34. So it's worth about a million dollars. I owe a little under 500,000 on it now. Okay. What's the interest rate on the mortgage? 3%. Great. And it's 30 year or 15 or 20? It's 30 year. Okay. Got it. Great. Perfect. I have a really good income. I make $194,000 with a 20% bonus every year. Whoa. How are you single? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was brilliant. Brilliant. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. She's single. She makes like two fifty dollars a year. She's got a house. Things are good in in our lives here with Brian in the li- in the world of Brianne. So um, far, so far, so good, fantastic. And on your two hundred to 
40 ish. Are you maxing out your retirement contribution? I presume yes, nerd. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now we don't get a company match and I complain about it every year. Great. And I try to get other people to complain about it as well. Because okay. um, I think that it's something that we should get. Absolutely. Um, and then I put in um, a little extra money into an IRA with a robo advisor, just $100 a month. Um, because I hadn't, when I started it, I hadn't had an option for a Roth in my 401k. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll just put a little money in and do a Roth backdoor at some point in the future. Mm, okay. uh, so there's 60, oh, there's $7,600 in that. Not, not a whole lot. Okay. Um, and I also put $200 a month just into an investment account with that robo advisor. Which, so, which robo are you using? Uh, I use Wealthfront. Okay. And you like them? I like them. Yeah. I signed up when they started and it's kind of just like fun money, money that I don't care about and just and let them. How let much them is in the investment want. account now? Um, just $6,500. Okay. And emergency reserve? 60000 in cash, uh, which covers a year's of expenses. Great. Um, and then other other savings accounts that I use to, uh, you know, pay for all of my home improvements because okay. I own a 1920s, mm. you know, bung- bungalow in the Bay Area. So Perfect. It sounds always, great. The plenty of room for me and Mark. That's great. Absolutely. Um, how much money's in the 401k right now? So I still have money in my old 401k because their investment options were better. So I've got 353000 there. Mm-hmm. And probably about eighty four thousand in my current. Okay, great. Is there anything on the horizon that um, requires money to be spent? Not just your regular upkeep for your home, but I mean, is there anything? Do you need a car? Do you need to do something in that home? Is anything going on in a big way in the next year or so, or not? Yeah. So uh, I've slowly been kind of every year with my bonus and with whatever else I save, I do one kind of fairly big home project, but I still have the entire interior to do. So everything on the exterior is now done. But I've been thinking of um, of trying to get this interior remodel done sooner rather than later so that I can enjoy, enjoy it. Mm. Um, and so with my current mortgage rate at 3%, and I know that rates are still great, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about doing a cash out refi to get a little bit of that money to uh, finish this this work. Kind of was wondering what your thoughts are hmm. on that. Uh, how much do you think you need for the interior remodel? I am not sure because I haven't had any contractors come look at it, but best guess would probably be uh, 100000 to 150000 this is the okay. Bay Area. Everything. Is yeah, no, of course. And if, if you can get anybody. <laughs> exactly. And if you can get the materials. Um, so interesting. Okay. I mean, you could do a cash out refi. Have you looked around at rates right now or not? Uh, yeah, they're still all, they're just a little bit higher than 3%. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. The whole thing isn't terrible. But what about just doing, because these projects do tend to drag on some, uh, should we do a line of credit, Mark? What do you think? Was, are we better off doing a line? Because I feel like the, like the line of credit's easy and cheap, meaning right. cheap to establish, right? You're not going to pay a big bunch of fees and all that. You have plenty of equity. Uh, maybe if you just got a, a let's just call it a $200,000 line of credit available, and then you draw it down as you need it. You could pay it back faster if you want. But Mark, what do you think about the line versus the refi? For me personally, I know my personality. I'm going the line of credit. Because why? Just it's more simplistic. 
And also, by the way, I mean, you don't have to do the whole, um, the, the, the beauty of the line is that if things get stuck in terms of timing, you are not sitting around with a couple hundred grand or a hundred grand sitting in cash earning zero. Yeah. And I just think that this is essentially what a line of credit was built for, you know, as a product is exactly this situation. How much are you, you know, you, you save a lot of money. I, I get that. But when you look at your cash flow every month, what do you, what do you figure is sort of left over once you've done your retirement contributions, paid every single bill? Give me that number without saying you've put the money in the IRA or the investment account or cash account. Like what is the, the net of where it, we are? It's probably about $1,500 a month or so. Right now, I would be building up my cash account. I'd go to your existing, who holds the note on the 500 grand right now? Uh, lo- a local credit union. Oh, fantastic. I would go to them and say, you want a line of credit? I would go straight back to them. And I would say, I need a line of credit to do this work. That's how I would do it. I agree. I mean, I think it's like, it's really, it's like, and you can just build up some cash to start the process. Maybe you won't even need to use the whole line. The only thing that I worry about is interest rates on those since they can fluctuate. I'm not as concerned. Yes, rates are going to fluctuate. Okay. But so what? Even if you had to just right now, you have a bunch of cash and I don't know, you're going to plan this project out. You're going to build your cash position up. I bet by the time you start the project, you're going to have more like 75 grand in cash or maybe 80. When do you get your bonus, by the way? Uh, in April of every year. If you start this process now, at the very worst case, you're going to get that bonus and you'll be able to smack down part of the loan. If But I don't think rates are moving on you that fast. Okay. That's why we do it sooner rather than later. I think it's easy. I think you're going to be able to do this. I know it's okay to be um, nervous, Nelly. I am too, but you know you're <laughs> going to get this chunk of money in. You know that you're saving every single month. You know, like you're the perfect person to have a line. The ones that I worry about a line are the ones that are like, yeah, I'm just going to take the whole line out and I'm going to put it in the market. And yeah, I think that's a great, like that's not what you're doing. You're being no. very, I think this is a very reasonable plan of action. I really okay. do. I mean, I also, I get that the, you, you want to do the, you know, you're putting, making a non-deductible IRA contribution. Is that right? Correct. Right. Okay. I, I feel like you don't have to do that right away. I presume because the no match company, they also don't have a Roth option on their 401k. So they do actually now. And so hmm. in my previous company, that's when I started the IR, the Roth or the IRA just to mm-hmm. do the backdoor because I didn't have anything uh, in Roth. Now with my current company that I've been out for about three years, they do have a Roth option. So I was splitting at 50-50. I think I just moved it up to 70-30 uh, with Roth. But yeah, I would love a little bit more guidance there too. Uh, well, you because- know Mark's going to say, Mark's going to be like, all Roth, 100% all Roth. Roth. Well, keep uh, going. Know, she, Make that 70, 100. Yeah. She, he would like you to be, because your highest tax bracket, you know, as a singleton, you are in, well, listen, Mark, she is in the, she's in a high tax bracket. She's I'm in a single, high tax bracket and right? a high tax state. In a high tax state. I'm fine with 70. It's fine. Keep it. Listen to him. He's going, "Mm." because listen, Mark, with that bonus, her top rate is 35% and she's in California. You know me. Ed Slot converted me a long time ago. I don't even think about the taxes. I want some Roth money come retirement. Well, she's going to have some Roth money. 70, 30 is fine. I'm okay with that. You want to be, you want to retire early, I hear. 
I don't want to retire early. I want to have the option of changing careers and doing something and not being. You know how you're going to have that option in the rat race. You're going to sell that million dollar house and move in with your parents. <laughs> God, and you're no. going to have that option right away for you. It's easy peasy. Um, do you want to tell us what industry you're in without telling us your company? Oh, uh, obviously, I'm in the tech industry. That's what we figured. <laughs> um, you mean you don't feel like you're you're solving the world's problems in technology? Uh, no. no. No, mm -hmm. it's. Would you be? In, would you think that if, as someone in technology, would you be happier doing the same thing you're doing now, but say in like for a better cause, as opposed to a for-profit company? Well, I do work for a company that, even though we are for-profit, we are working on climate change, mm. and so I feel better about myself uh, because of that. However, I'm a workaholic, so it's a lot of work kind of all the time. And what about uh, a baby? Do you want a baby? That could really God could siphon no. off a lot of, oh, did you hear that, Mark? Did you hear the God no? God no. A lot of work. <laughs> no, I have, I have, I uh, sent in pictures of my two dogs. So I have oh. a two and a half year old uh, and I just got a puppy a month ago. So I have a three month old puppy. Wait a minute. You have a puppy and you're going to redo the interior? Maybe yeah. you should wait. You're going to have to wait a little bit for that. No, my dogs are well trained. Oh my God. My dogs ate the molding on my whole apartment. It was ridiculous. Okay. I'm going to have to hire you to come out to the East Coast and do some training of crazy terriers. Um, I think you're in very good shape. I say line of credit. Mark okay. says line of credit. He says 100% Roth. I'm fine with 70% Roth. The IRA contributions you've been making, you've been converting them as you're going or it's all in traditional still? Oh, great question. It's currently all in traditional. Uh, I don't no, what what is the best plan of attack there? I mean, the best the best thing going forward is just I would convert that now, just get it taken care I would of. Too. Zero, get that current IRA down to zero. Going forward, I would just you know if you can, and you just want to make that that contribution all at once each year, like a six thousand contribution. Yeah, but let's get the interior done first. Right, right. I'm saying yeah. down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't I want agree. to do a hundred dollars here, a hundred dollars there. You want to deposit it and convert it all at once. Yeah, I agree with that. I okay. agree with that. I, I absolutely, I think that's smart. And listen, maybe the first call to the credit union about the line of credit. And then it's also, you know, you can always establish a line of credit and not draw it down. I, yeah. Right. And so you can establish that, get it there, get the terms, all that, understand, and then start talking to contractors and see what the time horizon really is going to be. Right. Because, you know, frankly, at this point, um, you know, I think that if you're really, if, the, if you would talk to a bunch of contractors and they're like, you know what, we'll talk to you in January, then, um, you know, you can have this thing established. You can start taking care of some of the odds and ends in your financial life, like converting the IRA into a Roth IRA. You can stop doing the investments and start building up that cash account, get ready for the big project. Okay. Sound good? That sounds great. Brianne from the Bay Area. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell your parents they've got to do a little bit of their own computer stuff. And we're very happy that they are set. You're in fantastic shape. Mark is busy going through all of the listeners right now to see if we can find you an appropriate right. single person in the Bay Area. You'll just tell us your stats, what you want. You know, okay. this is the one area that we have actually really joked about, but I think is a great business. I really do believe that we could create a dating service from our listenership because what is the thing that everyone fights about? Money. And we can sort of get your, we could find like the right money types to put together. 
stick around. We'll, we'll start thinking about that. Okay. If you would like to join us on the air, just like Brianne, go to our website. It's called jillonmoney.com. There, we have a contact button. Hit the contact button. Tell us whatever's on your mind financially. And also say, I want to come on the air with you guys. And Mark will do the rest. While you're on the website, here's two things you can do. You can subscribe to our sister podcast. It's called Jill on Money. And you can also sign up for a free weekly newsletter. We would like you to do something nice for someone else today. And here at Eye on Money, we have a mantra. We have two mantras, one for the other show, one for this show. But this show, curiosity, compassion, community. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.